0: This is the Let's Roll Podcast, with your host, Double R. What up everybody, it's me, Double R, the host that Rose the Most, and this is the Let's Roll Podcast. Today's episode is Disabled Travel. I'm going to talk about experiences uh, that I've gone through with traveling, uh, vacation trips, etc., cetera, uh, and the challenges that come with it, that and much more, right after this. So, as I have said in the previous episode, uh, especially my summertime episode, so summertime baby episode, um, I, I, I talked a little bit about uh, going on vacations, traveling a little bit. So, in this episode, I want to talk deep dive more into traveling, at least my experiences of traveling, being disabled, and as we all know, you haven't already listen to past episodes. I have a condition called osteogenesis imperfecta. It's OI for short, which means basically brittle bones. All of my um, connective tissues, uh, not damaged, but they're brittle. Um, My bones are brittle. My my teeth are brittle. um, There's a lot of other issues that come with OI. Um, but for the most part, I am, I use a wheelchair to get around. So I have always used a wheelchair. Used to be three foot 10, probably about three foot eight now. Now at my age at 52, I'm heavier than I should be. I'm definitely heavier. So when I was younger, traveling wasn't that big of a deal because I was small. I was easy to pick up and carry, uh, did use a wheelchair, uh, to go, you know, go around places. Uh, I've been to several places in this country. I've never been outside this country. Um, so, but I've been to several different states and places within the United States. Um, I've experienced as much as I could being uh disabled and with the condition that I have. But there are challenges. There are obstacles and things in the way when it comes to traveling. So when I was younger, the only time that I ever remember being on a plane was we went on vacation one year to California. And of course, I was carried onto the plane, carried off the plane. The wheelchair was checked in with luggage, so I didn't have my wheelchair on the plane or even getting onto to the plane, I don't think. So I don't think I had the, the, the wheelchair. The use of the wheelchair, I don't think I used to go all the way down to the get to the door of the plane I think my mom, mom My dad somebody carried me So that wasn't a, a, a An issue Even then it wasn't even an issue To be if I had to go to the bathroom Because my mom could just carry me To the bathroom um, So there wasn't a whole lot of issues when it came to Flying on a plane when I was younger But I only remember doing it once I was younger I've traveled twice since then Um an adult. not get into more of that in a minute. Um, some of the things that we would run into when we would go on vacations is some of the th- activities that my mom or my dad or my brother wanted to do, I wasn't able to do. Even going to California and going to Disneyland, you know, there was a lot of rides that I wasn't able to get on. One, because of my height, and two, we just didn't feel it was safe enough for me to ride. So it, it was limiting in that aspect to being able to have fun, do things that, you know, able bodied people. Um, as I got older, the, the, it became a little bit more difficult. Um, we would go on vacations, as I said in the summer episode, uh, we would go on vacation almost every summer. We would also go on camping, excuse me, camping trips in November. And we would have those issues of, you know, what I could do, what I couldn't do. We would travel because it, it just, there was a lot of things that just got in the way, you know. Um, again, younger, it wasn't too difficult because I didn't use a wheelchair a lot when I was younger unless we were just out in public or, you know, like going to a theme park or something like that. Uh, if there was a lot of uh, walking or, um, I'll say, like, traveling or whatever, I would use a wheelchair. But, like, at a campground, I wouldn't use a wheelchair at the campground. I'd crawl around everywhere, climb up or climb down or whatever. Uh, so it wasn't too difficult. Uh, I do remember this one vacation. In In most of our vacations, we... We'd camp, we would take a travel trailer or we would take a pop up trailer, uh, and we would go stay at campgrounds and then we would go sightseeing in whatever area that we went to. And I remember this one time that we went to, I'm gonna say it was in Colorado, I it seemed like almost all of our vacations were in Colorado. Um, that this one time my mom and my dad and my brother were gonna go river rafting. But there is no way I'm going because. That's just way too dangerous. So this campground had this, like, community, I'll say, like, community building that had, like, a little gift shop that had, you know, you could get drinks and chips and whatever. Uh, You could buy all kinds of knickknacks in it. And then they had this big community room that had a TV. I mean, it had board games you could play or whatever. So they talked to the people at the campground and asked if it would be okay if I just stayed there while they went river rafting, So that's what I'm talking about. There's certain things that I wasn't able to do, and they really couldn't take me with them because they were going to start down this river and this raft, and they couldn't leave me where they started because that's not where they were going to end up. So I spent pretty much all day of that day at this little community building until they got back. Um, and then I went back to the campsite and... By the time I got back, it was late or whatever. But they had to be back before the place closed. So, but we ran into things like that when I would go. Then when I got older, and things kind of changed when it came to traveling. And I'm going to get into that right after this. So, as I said previously, I have traveled on an airplane as an adult two more times. Uh. I traveled once uh, when I was younger, twice as I was older. And the first time I traveled as an adult without my mom, my dad, or my brother was when I got married, and this was in 2007, and me and my wife at the time were going to Las Vegas on the honeymoon. And this was the first time that I experienced getting on and off a plane all the nuances and the stress and the anxiety and all this when it as an adult when it came to traveling. And first concern that me and my wife had was where do we go for a honeymoon that's gonna be somewhat accessible and easy for us to get around because I was disabled and she is legally blind. So wherever we were gonna go, we weren't going to be able to drive ourselves. Um, so after talking to family members and I talked to my brother, he suggested Vegas and said so we went to Vegas. And we he suggested just stay on the Strip because the Strip, you can walk the Strip or roll the Strip in my case, and you can pretty much go to almost every hotel and go check out the casinos in each hotel and go to the different buffets and hotels and blah, blah, blah. They also had a monorail system that we could get on and on, I mean, off and on easy, and we could go to each hotel or whatever, blah, 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 and then to get to the other side of the strip, we just had to go find a place that was safe enough for us to cross, and they had, they do have a couple of different uh, bridges that go over street between the two sides of the strip, so it worked out as far as going there, it worked out, worked out well, wasn't bad at all. We were limited to what we could do because of the lack of or the inability to drive ourselves. And the fact that I really didn't want to pay outrageous what I thought was outrageous to have somebody drive us to different other other things that we could have gone and checked out or done. But that being said, the biggest issue that I had was getting on and off plane. And Given the fact that I didn't have my, my, my brother or my mom or my dad. My dad had passed before I got married. Uh, I didn't have any close family members that I was used to going with us. It was just me and my wife. And she's got a disability. So I'm kind of, man, I am so, like, unsure of everything. And, of course, we, my first experience was, so we rolled down the the ramp down to the door of the plane and they brought out what they call an aisle chair which is not the best thing in the world and given the fact that I'm kind of wide-bodied I was wider than the chair so I really had to suck it in and bring my arms in and of course I didn't get seats that were close to the front of the plane and it just I it was nerve-wracking the other issue is that I'm going to be stuck in this seat for however long the flight is. I'm not going to be able to get up and go to the bathroom or anything like that. Uh, possibly could have pee there, but in the cabin with a bunch of people. Uh, I've learned over the years that I just need to watch what I eat drink when I know that I'm not going to be able to just go to the bathroom if I don't have easy access to the bathroom. So, and then go through the whole experience again to get off the plane. Um, so, I, that was the, the part that probably bugged me the most. Um, and then, you know, just just having the anxiety of, okay, now we're in Vegas. I, I'm disabled. She's legally blind. And we got to navigate all of the obstacles and things in our way while we're here in Vegas. And... it it just kind of nerve wracking and it was a good experience. I learned that I could handle it. Um, I don't, I didn't like handling the plane part. That plane part was probably the biggest issue I had as far as traveling goes. Uh, some of the other issues, of course we run into, um, you know, not being able to get closer to a stage or the, the handicap seating was limited to, you know, certain areas and, and, Stuff like that But that's, that's a given That's a given just going to the theater, you know, movie theater Sometimes um, So the second time that I traveled uh, As an adult I traveled on a plane again And this time I went to Baltimore To the osteogenesis um, uh, Osteogenesis Imperfecta National Conference And this time I was with my mom So it was me and my mom traveling so I had to experience the whole get on the, on and off the plane again. Um, and both times that I have traveled, I had a manual chair. Actually, all three times that I've traveled, I've had a manual chair. Um, so I didn't really have a nightmare of them damaging my wheelchair as much as I would have it now having a power chair. I've seen videos. And a matter of fact, that trip, my friend Ed had a power chair, and they actually broke his chair getting it off, either getting it on or off the airplane. Um, and so he had to go through that experience. So, as an adult, I just decided that if I can't drive to the place that I want to travel to, or have somebody drive me to the place I want to travel to, I am not going. Because I am not giving on, a, on and off a plane anymore. I mean, which kind of sucks. Because I really would like to go to Australia. I'd like to go there. And let, like, let that be my first trip out of the United States. Um, but I'm not going to do the airplane uh, ride. I have thought about. Even though it would take a lot of money. Uh, I have thought about going on a cruise ship. To like Australia. Find one that would go to Australia and then just, you know, get the experience of going on a cruise, go to Australia, and then come back on a cruise, you know, that could be like a month-long trip, um, but that would probably be the only way that I would go somewhere out of this country, is either it's going to be by some kind of travel, by car, possibly a bus, or maybe even a train, with a I don't see me doing the, the train. I could see maybe doing the bus uh, or going on a cruise ship. But I am not going on a plane, not doing it anymore. Uh, uh, it's, just, it's so inconvenient, and it's, so, it's not very accessible. Uh, some people might not have a problem with that, and good for you. I have friends that have a lie that will still travel on an airplane, and that's great, and I'm glad, but it's not for me anymore. No planes. Um, I even thought about going to, uh, Branson, Missouri one time, and my parents had gone there, but I had never been, and so talking to my mom, Branson, is, is it? and she said the only issue that she thought I would have is that it's very healing, like, it's, like, there's all dips and valleys in, in, in the way the land is, and she described this one theater they were going to see a show at. And uh, how the the parking lot was not level. It was, you know, very... So, that kind of discouraged me of going now. It'd be, I might be totally different now that I'm in the power chair. But again, if I can't drive there, which I could drive to Missouri. Um, I mean, let's, let's look at it this way. I could go to Mexico. I could go to Canada. And I could go anywhere in the United States driving. So I could definitely travel within within the country. Um, but I am not giving on a plane ever again. Uh, some of the experiences that I had though, it's going back to the airplane, it's giving on not not the so called giving on, but getting checked in and everything and how I can't go through a metal detector and the label wand around me and kinda of pat me down like they would do anybody else, but uh it that was kind of a weird deal, you know, because I can't go through a metal detector and they would they I would get up to it and then they go, Oh, come around this way And now that airport security the way it is now, you know, they make me take off my shoes. I'm like, Really? What am I gonna do? I, I always I, I always used to joke about how I thought I could take my wheelchair apart and you, and have just being stupid but um but I usually, like the the last couple of times, again, that I traveled, I I eliminated a lot of stuff that I normally would carry on my wheelchair. And I just packed it in my bags. My Bags were checked. Everything I would need on my wheelchair would just be in my suitcase. Once I got to where I was going, I put everybody, everything back. I would have very bare minimum of what I needed with me on my chair, so. Um, but that's, that's kind of it, you know, it was a lot easier for me to travel and go on trips and stuff when I was younger versus now that I'm older. The, the only other problems that I could talk about would be the accommodations in, uh, hotels. And let me take a break and I'll come back and talk about that a little bit. So when it comes to traveling, uh, I've stayed in several different Hotels, motels, and I would say this. Um, They are accessible for, I'm going to say like this, average people with disabilities. And when I say average, I mainly mean like more like people that were able-bodied that are now disabled for for whatever reason. So they still have their long arms or full upper body strength or whatever. Um, They're more accessible for them. Um, A lot of places are not accessible for me just because of my body, uh, my reach. Um, so it's very rare do I get a room, if at all, that is good enough for me. Um, the main concern is just being able to get in to the restroom and be able to go to the restroom. The bath or shower or whatever area I will. I prefer a bathtub because it's easier for me. But I still got to deal with the fact that I got to get in and out of this tub. Grab bars are not going to be in the right position for me, and you know. So, so a hotel room being totally adapted for me would be impossible. Or I, I wouldn't say impossible, but it would just be unrealistic for me to think that every room that that I stay in is going to be adapted to me. So. And that's just like every bathroom is not adapted to me, any places. Again, I go back to the fact that I've learned and not to eat or drink a whole lot when I'm out doing things because I the difficulty of going to the restroom um kind of comes into play because of the bathrooms being so different in every place you go to. I went into one bathroom and I'm like, there's really not an accessible stall, like, the way i would say a, a stall should be um not and i'm not saying for me i'm just saying for the average disabled person um it just not big enough i barely got in there so um but yeah uh you know there's there's you know just in general um places to stay become an issue somewhat uh the ability to go see attractions And sites and stuff becomes an issue. So it's, you know, I remember wanting to go to New York. And I asked my boss, I I just went and came back. I asked her, I said, well, is it is New York accessible enough for someone with a disability or like me? And she said, she said, not really, because there's a lot of places that you go downstairs into that don't have elevators. And one of the places I wanted to go to at the time was WWF or WWE had a restaurant in New York. I was like, I'd like to go check that out if I ever went to New York. But it was downstairs. It wasn't, you like, you went downstairs to go in it. And for as for, for she knew there was no way for me to get down there. So it's stuff like that that kind of bums me out sometimes. Because there's some places I like to go check out and, and, and see, but accessibility is the problem. And again, like I've said before, I don't believe that we can, you know, I'm, I'm realistic in believing that we can't make everything 100% accessible for the disabled. We have to take it when it comes. And and now I will say this, I definitely believe that anything new being built absolutely has to be uh, made accessible as as much as possible even by law, but do I think something like an older building or something that's been around forever um, should be accessible? If you can make it accessible as possible, yes, but am I going to demand that something accessible that's been around for a while? No, I'm not that kind of person. Um, So, I do limit traveling. Uh, I don't travel very much anymore now that I'm an adult. I would like to But I don't want to do it by myself. And I would like to have somebody that can say, hey, let's go do something. Let's go travel to, you know, wherever. Go check it out. Um, Now, gas prices at the time are kind of high, so that's even more of a challenge. But, you know, uh, I would make it work if if I really wanted to go. I would make it work, and I would find somebody to go with me and hang out and whatever. With that being said, thank you for coming out, listening to the episode. Continue to support the podcast. Um, Look forward for more episodes. And also, I haven't mentioned this in the past episodes, but I am working on, and I've tried it once, but I am working on doing a weekly stream on, it's either going to be on Twitch or YouTube or both, where you just come and hang out with me and I play music cuz I am a DJ and we just have fun for about an hour. If it's going well, we'll go longer than an hour. But I am working on that to get that more uh set up and uh work all the kinks out. But I've done it once. I was supposed to do it at the time of this recording. This is August 1st uh 2022. Uh this past weekend I was supposed to do it on Saturday which I didn't do it and then I said I was going to do it Sunday but I'm still working everything out working all the kinks out and getting it set up the way I want so I can do it uh, more often but uh, look, look for that uh, always check us out on all of our social media check us out on the theletsworldpodcast.com and as always until next time let's roll hey. Hey, this is Paula, and you're listening to the Let's Roll podcast with host Double R. Make sure you're following us on all of us social media. Find links in the description below or at theletsrollpodcast.com.